Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Today is Friday, January 8th, 2021. On this day in 2011, 22-year-old Jared Lee Loeffner attended a public event held by Arizona Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords with one goal in mind, assassination. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions of gun violence that some people may find upsetting. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the attempted murder of Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords. Let's go back to a grocery store parking lot in Tucson, Arizona on the morning of January 8, 2011. The event was dubbed Congress on Your Corner and was a chance for Tucson locals to meet and speak with their representative. To make the event feel informal, 40-year-old Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords set up outside a grocery store. Giffords, who was just beginning her third term in the U.S. House of Representatives, was seated behind a table in the parking lot, chatting amiably with her constituents. A small number of people were lined up to speak with her, eager to be heard. It was not long after the event started that a young man stepped up to the table. 22-year-old Jared Lee Loeffner was wearing a gray hooded sweatshirt that morning, which might have made him look like your average college student. But with his face somewhat obscured by the hood, a beanie, and sunglasses, there was no way to see the darkness in his eyes. Without warning, Loeffner produced a 9mm Glock pistol and aimed at the congresswoman. At point-blank range, he shot Giffords in the head, sending a wave of panic through the crowd. Then he turned and aimed his semi-automatic weapon at the small crowd and opened fire. He got off 33 rounds, hitting 19 people before he paused to reload. It was their one chance. Several members of the crowd came out of hiding and sprinted toward the gunman, desperate to stop the attack. A 61-year-old woman pulled the fresh magazine from Loeffner's hands while he tried to reload. Another man picked up a folding chair and hit him over the back of the head. And a 74-year-old army colonel leapt on Loeffner, tackling him to the ground. Seeing the heroic efforts to stop the carnage, others rushed forward to pin Loeffner and yank the gun out of his hands. Together, the group held their attacker down while those around them called 911 and tried to help the wounded. Six of the people Loeffner shot were killed, including nine-year-old Christina Taylor Green, District Judge John Roll, and Gifford's Community Outreach Director Gabe Zimmerman. But though she'd been shot in the head, 
the congresswoman was miraculously still alive. While waiting for help to arrive, Gifford's 20-year-old intern, Daniel Hernandez, stayed by her side, applying pressure to the bullet wound. In doing so, he kept his boss from bleeding out on the concrete. As news of the shooting broke, Giffords was rushed to hospital where her fight to survive was about to begin. Coming up, we take a closer look at Jared Lee Loeffner and follow Gabrielle Giffords' heroic recovery. Listeners, have you heard the eerie new podcast, Superstitions? Every Wednesday, explore the varying beliefs people around the world fear and follow in this mystifying series from Parcast. You do not want to miss it. Each week, step inside stories that illustrate the horror, weirdness, and truth behind humanity's strangest codes of conduct. Why do black cats represent witchcraft? What's the point of carrying a rabbit's foot around with you? And how come certain films seem cursed and others don't? Each new episode of Superstitions presents a story that unlocks the mysteries of unorthodox traditions and surreal phenomena. They may seem cryptic or illogical or completely insane, but then again, do they? Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Superstitions, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the story. Just after 10 a.m. on January 8, 2011, 22-year-old Jared Lee Loeffner opened fire at an event hosted by Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords. Loeffner shot Giffords in the head, then turned the weapon on bystanders, killing six and wounding another 12. It's clear that his target that day was Representative Giffords, What's less apparent is why he zeroed in on the third-term congresswoman. According to some sources, Loeffner met Giffords at a college event in 2007. It's possible that his brief encounter began a years-long fixation. At the time, friends were already beginning to worry about Loeffner's mental health. He was obsessed with conspiracy theories about the U.S. government, censorship, and mind manipulation. After dropping out of high school as a teenager, Loeffner enrolled in classes at Pima Community College, but his behavior troubled teachers, school administrators, and the campus police. After posting a disturbing video online in September 2010, the college opted to suspend Loeffner. Campus police had backup accompany them to deliver his notice of suspension. The suspension stated that if Loeffner wanted to return to the school, he'd need to present certification from a mental health professional, stating that he wasn't a danger to himself or others. Instead, Loeffner dropped out of college altogether. Just months later, he posted a goodbye message on social media and asked his friends not to be mad at him. A few hours after that, he opened fire in a Tucson grocery store parking lot. By the time police arrived on the scene, Loeffner was relatively subdued. Officers maneuvered him into a patrol car with ease. But while he was fairly cooperative, he pled the fifth as soon as he was in police custody. He wouldn't be answering any questions. In fact, Loeffner was so tight-lipped that now, nearly 10 years later, we still don't know why he targeted Congresswoman Giffords. 
Initially, it was decided that Loeffner was not mentally competent to stand trial. However, in August of 2012, that decision reversed and he was ordered to appear in a federal court. A short time later, he pleaded guilty to 19 counts, including the attempted assassination of a member of Congress. The plea ensured that the death penalty was off the table, but it still sealed Loeffner's fate. At his sentencing in November 2012, he was ordered to serve seven life sentences consecutively, plus 140 years with no chance for parole. Meanwhile, Congresswoman Gifford spent months recovering from the ordeal. She suffered severe trauma and, due to her injuries, had to learn to speak and walk again. She returned to the U.S. House of Representatives in August of 2011 to participate in a crucial vote. She was met with a standing ovation from her colleagues. The following January, she made another visit to the House, this time to attend the State of the Union Address and then to resign from Congress to focus on rehabilitation. Again, she was greeted with thunderous applause. Today, Giffords is an outspoken advocate for gun safety laws, and Daniel Hernandez, the quick-thinking intern who saved Giffords' life, was elected to the Arizona House of Representatives in 2017. At Jared Loeffner's sentencing hearing, Gifford's husband, Mark Kelly, read a statement to the court addressing his wife's would-be assassin directly. He said, You may have put a bullet through her head, but you have not put a dent in her spirit and her ability to do good. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Joel Callen, with writing assistance by Aaron Lan, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Bad omens, good fortune, pure luck? Take a closer look at what you believe in and follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Superstitions. New episodes air weekly, every Wednesday. Listen free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.